Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Monday, bro. 21st day of March 2022. My name is Nick. I present to you Radio's Big J. God, March is almost over. Yeah, the madness God. is almost subsided. Crazy. What are you going to do with yourself come April? I don't I don't know. I just see the the days click. And here's why I say that. I just see the days start to click down to June 21st. So, get ready for of, the longest day. A lot of stuff uh, is going on uh, to make to make some of that stuff happen, so yeah. How ironic, right. the short amount of time before the longest day. Uh-huh. Uh, does that mean that, that uh, the work is just piling up and you feel overwhelmed? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's not good, by the way, buddy. I know. Uh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> but you were doing this for good things. It's yeah. not supposed well, to yeah. be this, this ball of stress. Well, lots of people counting on me. I suppose that's true. When you... Uh, Oops. When you <laughs> that's their first mistake. <laughs> yeah. It's my mistake. <laughs> but it sounds like it's coming together, man. I mean, I oh, know some does. of the behind-the-scenes oh, yeah. stuff. Of course it okay. does. Right. But it's still... Well, listen, I want to give you a little bit of an ego boost. If you're feeling down in the dumps, I know some of the stuff you have planned. It's good things, man. Keep your eye on the prize. I appreciate right. that, man. And you've got some really good people in your corner. That'll help oh, you. absolutely. Uh, and it's always good to have that kind of support. So, and listen, if you need any help, I'm here. As long well, as it doesn't man. require too much effort, I'm right here for you, buddy. Perfect. Any way that I can help that doesn't require me to do too much, I'm all in. I felt the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. Today on Monday, we give yourself an opportunity to hear a bearded badass courtesy of Big J. Uh, We've got a couple of in-demand tickets to give away over the course of the show today as well. Uh, If you're looking for tickets to the sold-out show Friday night to the Trilogy of Terror Tour, uh, boy, howdy, do we have you covered. And then, listen, we are only a couple weeks away from Shine Down, Pretty Reckless, and Diamante at Extra Mile Arena. And we are going to start giveaways for that concert today as well on this very program. So if for only reason that you tune into the show is to win cool prizes, we've got a couple opportunities for you today. If you tune into the show for entertainment and information, we're going to give the old college a try, guys. That's all yeah, I can say. college track. We're going to do our damnedest, but no promises there. Guaranteed on the prizes... Entertainment information, uh, C minus. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Whoa. TBD. TBD. We'll start out with a B and see how all it right, goes. All right. <laughs> Are we grading on a scale? Already? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so be it. when you set the bar so low. I know. Well, listen. That's how we. Get, that's how we exceed expectations, my friend. We start with some music on this show. Audio slave, like a slow stone, or almost like a stove, oh, kicking things. Uh, see, this is what happens when we set the bar Sorry. too high. It's like a stone on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Happy birthday to an Idaho landmark, Big J. Today marks the 150th birthday of the old Idaho pet. That's right. 150 years old today. So today the site is hosting a presentation on the prison's early days. And telling stories about the first people that were incarcerated at the Idaho Territorial Prison, it was known back then. Attendees will be offered some light refreshments, Big J. You know what that means, right? The water? Soda, probably. Some juice, maybe some punch and pie. Uh, The opportunity to see a new pop-up exhibit will be there as well. Uh, You can swing on by tonight if you want to check it out and celebrate the anniversary. Uh, Just six bucks. Visitors are encouraged to arrive early because they feel like it's going to be a pretty good crowd. So uh, the presentation is going to begin at 6.30 tonight, and then it's going to wrap up around 8. 
Uh, and they're going to be doing it kind of throughout the entire evening, so you don't have to show up exactly at 6.30 to be a part of the fun, but they do recommend that you show up there early if you want to see all of the Idaho State Pen. But uh, for those of you that it's kind of like a rite of passage, I feel like. When you move here, that was like the first landmark that I saw. when I'm, I, like, I, I walked the foothills, and then I went to the old Idaho State Pen like yeah. my first weekend here. And uh, it's always a rite of passage to go check that out at least once during your residence here in the Treasure Valley. And then, of course, uh, seeing it at night is a whole nother experience altogether. Agree or disagree, Big J? Totally, yeah. And they have, like, haunted tours that go on there from time to time, but 150 years today. So happy birthday. Would you like to serenade it with a happy birthday, Big J? Happy birthday to you. Let's play the happy birthday song. Which one? The Beatles? The Beatles, yeah. Be a dumb morning show. Who used to do that? You said in the Treasure Valley. I'm not going to say. Oh, why not? Well, because. But well, you used co-worker. to like it, right? No. I thought you did. No, I hated it. I thought it was the dumbest thing ever, even when I was a kid. <laughs> but you say it's your birthday. Hey, uh, tons of upsets in March Madness. Auburn, Wisconsin, were the latest top seeds to get eliminated in the second day of round two games of the men's NCAA tournament. Number 10, Miami beat number 2, Auburn, uh, pretty handily, as a matter of fact. Number 11, top number 3, Wisconsin, 54-49. There was also more of a minor upset. Uh, number 5, Houston, moving past Illinois, uh, who was seated at number 4. The Sweet 16 games for the men's side of the bracket will start on Thursday. So we got a couple of days off before they kick it into second weekend mode, as they like to call it. Uh, Golden State Warrior star Steph Curry expects to be back from his foot injury in time for the NBA playoffs, which is good news for the Warriors. Uh, he does say that he's calling himself an optimist by getting back that early, but he has a sprained ligament in his left foot that he suffered last Wednesday and is in pretty big pain, but he wants to be back by the playoffs. And congratulations to the Batman, Big J. Continues to rake in the cash, another $36.8 million this weekend. Uh, that puts it over $300 million domestically at the box office. Only the second movie to pull in that kind of cash here since the pandemic began. I'm sure you know what the other one is, right? Uh, Spider-Man? That is correct. Uh, that it's, is correct. It's made more domestically than internationally, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, they, they, that was one of the things that they're a little bit worried about, to be honest, when it comes to the whole thing. They kind of thought it would have a little bit more appeal overseas with Robert Pattinson, but apparently that hasn't come in. Not, not that they're disappointed, but they were kind of thinking it would... Usually, any movie makes more internationally than it does domestically. It's fairly rare for that to make more money North American-wise than internationally, but The Batman is one of those. Uncharted X and Dog also in the top five of movies for the weekend, but certainly the Batman uh, carrying the load for the weekend box office. Red Hot Chili Peppers give it away here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And as I crawl on my hands and knees closer and closer towards my mid-40s, I'm starting to realize, Big J, I am turning into somebody that I hate when it comes to watching and viewing habits and I, I don't know when this happened i feel like it's been the last calendar year but I, I started to do things that back in the day for years i would always swear that i would never do for instance i've already talked about this but you know that i watch everything on closed captioning now uh i never used to do that it used to bother the hell out of me and now i enjoy it and it's the way that i consume most of the things that i'm watching and i don't know when it started or why it started but now i can't stop it I, uh, it, it's crazy and disgusting, it, uh, but I mean, it, listen, I'm okay. I've come to grips with that, but something happened, uh, over the weekend twice now that used to drive me absolutely up a wall. And now I find myself doing so. And I, I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out if it's as big of a deal as I think it is. So oh, one okay. of the things that I hate doing or I used to anyway, was once I started something, I would have to finish it. Right. Oh yeah. Especially a movie. Yeah. But now I find myself being okay with stopping a movie in the middle sometimes near the end even like last night i think i have like 40 minutes left in this movie but i'm just like i'm gonna go to bed i just want to go to bed and so i end up going to bed with like 40 minutes left in a movie and i'm gonna pick it up at some point today and that bleep used to drive me crazy yeah like i can do it with a tv show because there's a stopping and starting point you know what i mean you can stop after an episode and then pick it up the following day i've got no problem with that but I used to was like, listen, if I'm going to start this movie, I'll just go to bed a little bit later and I'll just power through it. But now I'm stopping in the middle of movies and picking things up 
where they leave off the following day. And I, I'm trying to figure out is that's as big of a deal as I think it is because it used to drive me crazy. And now I'm doing it and I feel like I'm okay with it, but I don't want to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, but it's because of the convenience of which we now have movies and, and all that media and entertainment because uh, we know it's there. And so uh, you can do that if you want to. But even with DVDs and VHSs back in the day, I would still sit through the whole thing and just go to bed later. I feel like it's my body just going, listen, you're going to shut down here whether you want to or not. So you might as well, while you're still picking up what's happening in the movie, stop it and then get some sleep and then pick I'm it up I'm going to guess tomorrow. it was a movie you haven't seen before. It is 100% a movie I haven't so, seen before. So, you know, how often would you go out and buy a movie you've never seen before? No, 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 you're so absolutely So you would true. rent it and then you'd be like, ah, i got to get this thing back. So you would have to get through that thing. I suppose Unless that might be true. Unless it was and you're like, this movie is god-awful. I don't want to watch this. I quit. No, I've certainly stopped movies halfway through before and not gone back to them. But I'm talking about movies that I have a vested interest in and I yeah. am enjoying that I haven't seen before. And I'm just like, oh, no, I've got 40 minutes left in this movie and I'm not sure I'm going to make it to the end. I should stop it. Whereas before, I would just power through it. And uh, I'm trying to figure out if I need to stop doing it because it is such a big deal or if I'm just overreacting because it's something that I never did before. And now I'm changing my viewing habits yet again. Everything is, uh, it sounds to me like you're the kind of person that cannot stop a movie halfway through either. No, I mean, well, uh, yeah, I don't like doing that. No. I, 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 In fact, I won't start a movie if I know, like, hey, we're going to get interrupted. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. I want to see the whole thing. And that's usually how I am, too. I'm trying to figure out what's going on that I, that last night at like 8.40, I was like, yeah, let's fire this thing up. And then, you know, it's like 9.45, and I'm like, there's no way. I mean, I suppose I could, but I may not understand everything that's happening in this movie if I continue watching it all the way through. And that's probably not good for me nor the movie, uh, especially if I want a fair critique of it. So uh, I I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to try not to do it very much, I suppose. Uh, I was I found myself going to bed last night going, really, this is what you've become? You'd be able to, you'd be able to watch that final 40 minutes and not be a problem before and now all of a sudden you have to go to bed before a movie's over? Well, on the flip side of that, for me, uh, and uh, this is not normally how I am, but movies I've seen before that for whatever reason I start want to watch again, I start watching, I will be like, man, I don't need to watch it anymore. You'll phase out after a certain point? Yeah. And I'm like, man, that never used to be the case. Is it happening more and more frequently? Yeah. And I can't, I can't make a decision on what to watch. <laughs> because there's too much stuff to watch. I there's too many choices available to me, especially now with the like <laughs> with all the streaming networks, right? Especially Paramount Plus, Peacock, whatever have you. There are so many you never have to buy a movie again because they're all there. Yeah. And it's like, oh that would be great. All the all the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh and then I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what to do now. What do I do? What did you do? I don't know. <laughs> and that's the problem. Once you make a decision, you don't yeah. even know what that decision is anymore. Because everything's so fleeting. So I, I guess the lesson here is everything changes because of technology. We can blame it for everything, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, whatever. It's whatever. not your fault, bro. Thank you, man. That's that's exactly what I needed to hear. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your bearded badass next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> I'm going to grow a beard. Presented by The Beardsmith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And hey, The Beardsmith, they have two locations, one in Caldwell and one in Garden City for your convenience. And if you hit up the thebeardsmith.com, you can uh, find your way into making an appointment to get yourself all uh, nice looking. You know, they can do cuts, they can do haircuts, they can trim it up. Uh, they also have a great line of beard grease, so check them out, thebeardsmith.com. Today's Beard or Badass, most likely someone you have seen with a beard every time you've seen him, but maybe not thought of him as a badass, unless you're a huge comic book fan. I'm talking about the one and only former guest of the morning after, writer, director, and actor Kevin Smith. Born in New Jersey, Kevin Smith pretty much defined the Gen Xers' life in the early 90s with movies like Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, and Dogma. He developed much of his writing style in high school, writing SNL-like sketch comedy, and soon after high school met his lifelong collaborator, Jason Mewes, while working at a youth center. They quickly bonded over comic books, something that would tie the two together for decades. And not long after his 21st birthday, Smith decided he wanted to be a filmmaker, so he set his first film in his hometown at a 
convenience store that he indeed had worked at. He maxed out all his credit cards and sold his comic book collection, which accounted for about $28,000. With that, he made Clerks and the rest of it is sort of history. He went on to write and direct numerous films set in what fans uh, and Kevin Smith would dub the View Askewverse, named after his production company, View Askew Productions. Of course, Kevin isn't just known for his movie work. He's also created a podcast empire called Smodcast, the majority of which feature podcasts on pop culture and comic books and uh, comic book movies and characters. No doubt... It hasn't all been great, though. In 2018, during a stand-up gig, Smith suffered a major heart attack. He called it a wake-up call and since then has been a vegan. Also, during that last couple years, he's been making attempts to make amends based on his long-standing relationship and more mentorship with Harvey Weinstein. Smith has said publicly that he is ashamed of that relationship with him and uh, that no movie was worth all that. He is dedicated to giving all the residual money his uh, Weinstein-produced movies make to women in film. Not happy with the amount of money that was coming in for those residuals, Nick, he promised to donate $2,000 a month to the organization. Not the only charitable cause. He's also donated and raised money to fight human trafficking and exploitation. He also funds multiple scholarship programs at Vancouver Film School. Kevin Smith has already had one hell of a career, and he continues to build on that on, a, on the daily. And without a doubt, for the most fan, he is the most fan accessible star out there. He is no doubt a bearded badass. It's true. He's very interactive on all the social media. He's a great dude to talk to. We've had him on the show multiple times. Yeah. Uh, just uh, one of those dudes that is really honest to goodness, down to earth, and uh, will happily give you any opinion you ask about it. Uh, he's not willing to hold back on anything, which I like very much about him. Uh, and he doesn't do it in a jerky way. No, I don't think you know, so he either. Doesn't, he, he's not anti. He just he just has opinions on the stuff that he loves. Yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, if anything, he seems to be overwhelmingly positive about everything that's out there yeah. and that goes into the world. And I don't think that's a negative thing. Uh, certainly is not these days anyway. So I say congratulations to Kevin Smith where he belongs in the annals of Big J's Bearded Badasses. And are you excited for Clerks 3? Yeah, no. Oh, God. I didn't, I didn't watch Clerks 2. You didn't watch Clerks 2? I didn't. You should. I know. I mean, that's actually very good. Uh, I will admit that the Kevin Smith movies... Too, <laughs> so. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but I, I will say Kevin Smith has got some hit and miss. I was not a real big fan of his last movie, the reboot that he did. Um, but I do like most of the stuff in the View Askew universe. Um, and uh, and I even like some of the uh, the one-offs that he did. Like I even enjoyed Cop Out, Big J. I think I'm one of the only people in the world that might have enjoyed that. But I did. And maybe it's because of all the behind-the-scenes yeah, stuff that I knew exactly. was going on on it. But it's you can still... appreciate the got what they got out of it. <laughs> yes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bearded badass. Morning After with Nick and Big J. They did it, Big J. Science finally did it. They put together a study, and they have come up with the traits for what would make the most boring person in the world. Oh, boy. Yeah. Researchers looked at more than 50,000 people across five different experiments and found that there are some traits that people pretty much across the globe can agree make you pretty bland. So, if you are to be considered boring, you probably fall into one of these categories as a job. Accounting, cleaning, or banking. Anything to do with math, it sounds like, or cleaning stuff. You are boring. They also found that the people that are considered to be most boring are into the following things, Big J. Religion, watching TV, bird watching, and smoking. Those are the four things that people around the world consider boring. So if you are a religious smoking accountant, you probably feel really attacked right now. But boring people are also perceived as shunning large places, so they usually live in smaller cities as well. And they are generally disliked and avoided due to preconceptions of their personality. Still, the people that put the study together said, hey, listen, the truth of the matter is everybody's different. And uh, we're all highly capable of having power in society. So maybe just because somebody is an accountant or a baker or somebody that does cleaning for a living, all three very important jobs, we shouldn't automatically stereotype them as boring. That's not necessarily the case. These were just the jobs that people assigned to boring people I yeah suppose. yeah like maybe maybe one of the accountants is uh you know he's money laundering for drug cartels yeah. and he's also an assassin it's like ozark then it's that's more pretty the accountant but entertaining uh as well so 
watch out, I guess is the point. Don't put everybody in a box, but I guess that's what makes you incredibly boring. So be on the lookout. Probably more of those hobbies than it is your job, I would say. Right. Well, another week, another gigantic trade in the NFL over the weekend. The Cleveland Browns. right? It's what we've been waiting for. uh, We figured it was coming. We just didn't know what team to. Yes. The Cleveland Browns made it official on Sunday, announcing that they have traded for quarterback Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans. Uh, They have given up a lot to get him. Three number one picks and more. Plus, they signed him to a guaranteed contract of $230 million over five years. That's the most guaranteed money of any player in NFL history. And the backlash is here because, listen, they they just gave this gentleman who literally two days before they made the trade official uh, was able to escape a grand jury charging him with any kind of indictment over the 22 cases of sexual harassment he is facing from 22 different women. Uh, across the state of Texas that have said that Deshaun Watson did inappropriate things with them while he was on the massage table or getting a massage. And so that's the issue that people are having with the Browns. Now, the Browns released a statement, said they did a bunch of due diligence and a comprehensive evaluation process to make sure that the sensitive nature of the situation was covered in its entirety. But... Now we have a statement from uh, the representatives of the women as well as the lawyer representing all 22 women that are charging uh, Deshaun Watson with harassment that nobody from the Browns reached out to them at all. So I guess the question becomes, how comprehensive can it be if you're not going to talk to the people that are actually accusing the gentleman of the lewd conduct? Well, they should be really excited. He's got tons of money now for them to go after. Well, the civil suits were uh, were already in the process of being done, and that's still happening. Uh, A grand jury declined to indict him, but he's still facing civil lawsuits by all of the women, as well as a possible suspension by the NFL for violating the league's personal conduct policy. All of that is to be determined. But either way, he is getting paid, and, you know, (laughs) it's hard not to feel at least a little bit gross. Uh, by the whole thing, but uh, we'll see what happens with Browns fans. There's a lot of them saying they're upset by it. Uh, Baker Mayfield now on the way out of Cleveland. Where he's going is anybody's guess. He has told the Browns he wants to be traded to the Colts, but it's very rare that uh, two teams trade with each other that are in the same conference, although it did just happen with the Browns and the, the Texans, so you never know what's going to happen, but the point is Deshaun Watson is going to be on the Cleveland Browns, whether or not he makes that start week one. Damn, the Texans didn't even want. No. They didn't even want Baker. (laughs) No. I don't think that that was part of the deal. Right, but it would have made sense at the very least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. But uh, it it was a weird weekend if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, for sure. Uh, Whether or not you like Baker Mayfield or whatever, it's a weird, weird, weird stance on where to go from here. And another rest in peace to the world of football, Big J. NFL reporter John Clayton passed away on Friday at the age of 67 after a brief illness. Uh, it was Chris Mortensen, he himself from ESPN, that broke the news, saying that uh, Clayton died peacefully. Of course, uh, John Clayton may have a very special place in rock fans' hearts because he's always... I'm not sure if it was actually a fact or it was just played up for TV that he was a metalhead. But in the commercials, you know, they have him dressed up with Slayer stuff and being a big metal fan. It could be a little bit of both. Who knows? But it certainly was made for fun commercials. And, uh, and of course, he continued to cover, even though he didn't work for ESPN much anymore, he was up in Seattle covering the Seahawks on both the local and national level as well. So certainly he will be missed, but a big part of the uh, 90s and early 2000s world of NFL on ESPN was John Clayton, and he is gone at 67. (laughs) In my own private hell? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Not too far away, Big J. Spokane, Washington is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Spoke Compton. And I can imagine that when you see a trailer full of porta potties driving down the road, one of the things that goes through your mind is boy, howdy, sure hope nothing happens to those. But unfortunately, <laughs> over the weekend, uh, you can't say that that happened with a trailer that was just uh, towing. I want to say it looked like there was at least eight porta potties that it had just picked up from a construction site. So you know those are packed to the brim, Big J. Oh yeah, they're. Seems like you'd want to clean them before you transporting them, but I don't know how that works. 
Like, I mean, yeah, where, where, do you like suck it out of there before you transport it with something? Like Look, with a honey listen, wagon or something? I'm glad I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a pair, I don't know if it's standard operating procedure to empty them before they transport it, but here's what I know. It was a pickup truck trailing uh, with a trailer that had eight porta potties attached to it that were full. So whether or not he operated professionally and up to protocol, I do not know. Here's what I also know. It was kind of cold up in Spokane, and a street sweeper had been out spraying the roads, but the temperature outside dropped, which means the roads froze, Big J. Yeah, icy. Never good. So unfortunately, that truck that was towing the porta potties skidded out on the ice, and then it flipped over into a ditch. And that's where things start to get gross, Big J. You understand? Yeah. Uh, amazingly, the driver was able to climb out of the cab of the truck and was uninjured. But even more amazingly, Big J, the toilets, despite the truck flipping over, wobbled around a little bit, but remained upright. So it wasn't a complete and total load spillage, which is fantastic. But load spillage because the actual, you know, truck flipped over and the trailer was kind of rocking back and forth. There was a little bit of residual sewage that came out of the trailer that needed to be cleaned up. Uh, traffic was impacted while the accident was cleaned up. They were able to tow the truck itself out of the ditch, and they were able to get the porta potties where they needed to go, but the road needed to be hosed down for a couple of days because apparently the smell lingered a little bit, Big J, as it's prone to do in a porta potty. Yeah, I can imagine. And those porta potties uh, have a unique smell. Filled or otherwise, there's there's a unique like there is a scent that one can only describe as porta potty. Agree or disagree? Uh, I would yes. It's a weird mix of like uh, plastic and fecal matter and also like some sort of disinfectant, but it's not really doing its job. It's a very unique smell that now apparently that road in Spokane smells very much like, which I understand. Uh, good news that like they weren't filming a jackass stunt, so there was nobody actually in the porta bodies at the time, so that's good. But if you're a truck driver and you're touring porta porta bodies, that has to be like something that's always on your mind. You have to worry about something like that happening because that's one, uh, you know, I guess you know, toe that you don't want to have knocked over. You know. Sure, but it sounds like he escaped without any crap on him. Yes, so. he appeared to be uh, fecal matter free, crapless, which is the best, I guess course of action during something like this and everybody's going to be okay and the porta potties are fine too morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story it is the x rocks that is blind melon that is no rain here on the morning after with nick and big j on the x rocks agree or disagree big j you would consider yourself an adult gamer yeah wonderful because the most comprehensive study of adults who game has been completed and guess what there are some benefits to it. Now, in order for uh, me to compare and contrast the results of this survey with your own life, I need to make sure you fit into the following qualifications. Are you over the age of 30, Big J? Yes. Do you play video games on a current or next-gen gaming console? Yes. Uh, if you are playing a video game and you fire up that Xbox of yours, what are the odds that you are going online to play with other people? Uh, 95%. Okay, wonderful. You are way ahead of the curve of where we need this to be. So now I ask you, Big J, in the last 18 months, how many of the people that you play with online, when you go online to play, would you consider a friend? None. None? Okay, never mind. You no longer have fallen into the outcome. I don't have, because I don't have regular friends that I play with. I don't. Is that by choice though? Not necessarily. It's more like uh, I, I I don't have a specific time that I'm online, so it's really random. Right, you're not scheduling so, play dates. Yeah, yeah, example. Because I know I've got a couple people that I know who, who've been playing for a long time, and they play together, and they have a certain time that they're all playing together. I don't really have that. So if I had maybe a dedicated time to where, yeah, from here to here I'll be online, then, yeah, you could probably fold in some people who might be into playing the same game to play with you. But you, you make your own schedule. You could carve out some time if you wanted to, right? If you met I mean, the right person. Sure, I guess. And go, I, yeah, I can make Wednesdays at like 6 o'clock a thing. 
But you just haven't found that person to light that candle for you, I guess, huh? That's right. Somebody to make that connection. Uh, well, then never mind. But one of the, the most impressive things out of the study that they have found is that if you are over the age of 30, you game on a console that is current gen or next gen, and you spend at least 60% of your time when you're playing it online, you have probably found five really good friends online over the last 18 months. And when people were struggling to find friends and have that connection over the pandemic, it has been a wonderful way to build relationships and new friendships with adults who sometimes don't get out enough to make new friends or have difficulty where they work or they're working from home. And so it was a great way to make a connection. In fact, uh, they found out that about uh, of those five friends, they'd invite at least two of them to their wedding if they were getting married. Wow. That's how close they are to the people that they have met online. About 39% of people that call themselves gamers have seen an increase in their friends list online since the pandemic began. And nearly half of all gamers believe that it's very important that somebody in their lives play video games so that they can, you know, relate to them in some way, shape, or form. And so finding those friends online have been a very important part of building relationships. So maybe, just maybe... It's a positive thing for adults to go online and play so that we can build friendships. Big J, meet, meet new people, yeah. uh, virtually or otherwise, and then apparently uh, invite them to our weddings. Now, back in the day, you and Kylie have been together a while. Uh, did you have any friends online back then that you would invite to the wedding? Uh, no. Okay. So no, this no. has been a constant thing for you. You just have, it's all about casual acquaintances for you online. Yeah, no, there was, well, for a while, like, my, my buddy Ryan, uh, my former roommate and I, we we started, we would play with each other constantly while we were, you know, in the same household. I bet. And I made a couple friends that, that we, would, we would talk to, but they were uh, in another country. Okay. Um, and uh, that particular person just kind of stopped playing some of those games and, you know, I think we exchanged messages a couple months ago just to say hi and see what was going on. Oh, but, really? Okay. Yeah. But ever since then, there's yeah. been nothing really concrete yeah. of connection that you have made. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we're all in individuals, so not everybody has to fit into the right crevasse, but it would be okay, Big J, if you wanted to put yourself out there a little bit and make yourself vulnerable and make some new online friends playing Call of Duty. Great idea. All right. It's out there in case you want to. Morning after, apparently people are open to it. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's... Your video game update coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, we got some good news. Is that all right? Oh, please. Thank you. I'll put the good news spin on it. Hey, the United States apparently happier than we've been in five years. How does it feel? It's crazy. That is according to uh, the brand new index that is based on people's own assessment of their happiness so keep that in mind it's also based on economic and social data but i mean listen we're not we're not close to being the happiest country in the world in fact we finished 16th but that's four ahead of where we were last year and it's the highest place that we have been on that list since 2016 so it's been a while Congratulations to us. Now, we're well behind the Northern European countries who continue to dominate these happiness ratings. Finland has been named the world's happiest country, and it's been that way for five straight years, man. Good for them. Love it. In Finland, Denmark second, followed by Iceland, Switzerland, and the Netherlands. So, again, that's where happy people tend to lie. Uh, The index saw the biggest increases in happiness with Bulgarians, Romanians, and Serbians. And then the biggest declines were in countries like Lebanon, Venezuela, and Afghanistan. So we still have some work to do, but we are ahead of Britain, Big J, by one spot. Again, the first time in five years we've actually beat Britain in happiness, too. So take that, Brits. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what it all means, but again, this is based on your own assessment of happiness. So whether you're happy or not, way to go. Either way, you're part of this poll. You didn't even know it. Auburn and Wisconsin were eliminated in the first two upsets of the second day in the round two games of the NCAA tournament yesterday. Number 10 Miami beat Auburn 79-61. Iowa State toppled number three Wisconsin 54-49. There's a ton of double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16 this year for the men's bracket. The games for the Sweet 16 will start on Thursday, and then by the time the actual weekend gets through, the Final Four will be set. So you have that. 
There is still some baseball news going on as spring training started up. The Boston Red Sox have agreed to a deal with former Rockies shortstop Trevor Story. He is signing a six-year, $140 million contract, but he's going to move to second base. The 29-year-old Story, who is a two-time All-Star, has only ever played shortstop, and he'll be making the switchover to join the American League and the Red Sox, but he's getting paid a lot of money to do it, so that probably makes the move a little bit easier. $140 million makes a lot of things easier, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to make life easier for Maury Povich, Big J. That's it for him, dude. He is no longer the father of the Maury Povich show. He talked to TV Line oh, in a statement after 31 years of the Maury Povich show on the air. He officially is going to wrap it up. He is retiring and not renewing his contract with NBC Universal after September. So the new episodes will continue to air through September wherever you find the Maury Povich show. Honestly, I couldn't tell you where that is. But that's when it's going to happen. And then, of course, it'll always live on forever in syndication like Jerry Springer does as well. Uh, that's still on the TV, even though it's been like 10 years since there's been a new show of that. Maury Povich will also live on in syndication. But he's ready to hang it up and retire. He was ready to retire six years ago, according to him. But NBC Universal begged him to sign another contract, so he did. But this time around, they begged him again. But he said, no, enough already. He says, it's like I tell my guests, enough. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So he is retiring. So uh, enjoy retirement, Maury Povich. Yeah. I'm not sure this is the path you saw yourself going in when you started. What was that show he was on back when we were, A Current Affair? Was he the... the I, I think so, yeah. Is that him? Uh, I get that confused because I know he was on one and then so was Bill O'Reilly. But one was called A Current... Maybe they both were on A Current Affair. I don't know. Either way, he started out as an honest-to-God newsman and then slowly made the pivot into trash TV and then became the king of it uh, for decades. So, hey, listen, anytime you can hang it up after 31 years, you had a good run. Yeah, you're right, A Current Affair. There you go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. And Big J. Boy, Friday night's going to be a great night at the Rev Center as uh, we have some tickets to sold out show Motionless and White, Black Veil Brides, and Ice Nine Kills all going to be on stage uh, Friday night at the Rev. So we'll get you set up with tickets here for the show. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Reminder, if you are a fan of these bands, that uh, Ice Nine Kills is coming in on Friday at noon for a Coors Light Corwin Ford Excess. You're going to get an awesome acoustic performance from Spencer and the crew in Ice Nine Kills. Very, very select few that they are doing this for. Very happy to be among that. So make sure you tune in for that and check it out on Facebook as well as we'll be streaming it live. But if you want tickets to the show, now would be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. You must defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to claim them. Let's see if you can do it. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Yeah, Billy. All right, Billy, you're up first. Billy, Ed Helms was Andy on The Office and then starred as Stu in this Vegas-themed movie trilogy. Uh, the hangover? Right. That is correct. Big J, on this day back in 2005, the Osbournes wrapped up its four-year run on MTV. One of the Osbournes' neighbors during the series that popped up on multiple episodes was a huge popular singer that was a gigantic star in the 50s. Please name him. Harry Belafonte? Harry Belafonte. Wrong. No. Would it help right. if I said that uh, he oh, did man. at one point in his career release a metal album? Oh, uh... Based on the popularity on the Osbournes, I'm guessing? Nah, I don't remember. Little Patty Boone. Right. Oh, Pat Boone. Pat Boone. Oh, man. Pat Boone was on the Osbournes. Congratulations, my man. You got tickets to Motionless and White, Blackville Brides, and Ice Nine Kills. I don't know if I ever watched a full episode. You're of kidding the me. I know, right? Crazy. How come? I don't know. I just didn't watch a lot of MTV back then when they started rolling with the TV shows. So. Yeah, I didn't either, but I happened. I think I caught, I don't know if it was a gift or something, but for some reason I ended up with like two seasons of the Osbournes on DVD that I ended up watching. I don't think I watched it live when it was on TV either, but I caught up on it afterwards. I would see like probably bits and pieces, like I would maybe for a couple segments at a time, but sure. I would never stick around for an entire episode. Just not that into. Yeah. What does that say about me? Uh, you hate Ozzy Osbourne. Morning After with Nick and Harsh. Big J. Well, you asked. We're going to do some headlines. Those are next on the X-Rocks. It's time for headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. 
Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com for more information. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Gotta give him that poop! Sounds terrifying or time travel not included? Uh, gotta get him the poop! <laughs> Close. Gotta give them that poop. Uh, and listen... This is very interesting to me. I wonder how this is going to go, but you could get paid for your poop, Big J. There is a company, a biotech company in Arizona called Sarah's Therapeutics, and they have opened up a donor collection facility only to collect poop for cash. The company operates Good Nature, which is set up shop in Tempe, Arizona, and it's asking for donations of poop, and you can earn at least $25 per loaf and up to $75 per sample. If you got the right goods, Good Nature is specifically looking for healthy adults aged 18 to 50 and right. notes that donors can earn up to $1,500 a month in compensation for their poop. All you have to do is meet their health criteria and then donors have to be able to donate their poop three to four times a week at the collection site. The poop is being collected, if you're curious, to lead to future developments in gastrointestinal infections and disorders. And so that's why they're looking for as much poop as possible. Even $1,500 a month just to give them their poops, Big J. I mean, all of it is gross, but $1,500 a month is a nice little paycheck. And really, you don't have to do anything more than what you're doing already, except probably put it in a bag and bring it in. Yeah, that might be more trouble than it's worth. You think? Yeah. I mean, $1,500 a month for three times a week? You're not interested? Here's the key. It says healthy person. <laughs> yes, yes, that is the key. Uh, now, uh, I don't know what their health criteria is, but I'm saying, now I know it's gross and I know that's a lot of work, but man, that'd be, that would be tempting, I would think. An extra $1,500, I mean, that adds up, Big J. You're right, it does. I mean, we're looking at at least, you know, almost $13,000 a year for your poops. Can Seems I talk like a lot it? of pressure. No, it says healthy person. I'm not a healthy person. They don't want my poop. No, maybe they do. It depends yeah. on what the criteria you have, I think. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, you don't think you could poop under pressure? No. I, part of me wants to put that to the test, but the other part of me wants to move on immediately. Thank you. Sounds terrifying or time travel not included? Time travel not included. A county court in Pennsylvania recently sent out jury summons to residents when they really should have sent them out to time travelers because residents of your, your county were very puzzled when they received notices telling them they needed to report for jury duty on a date that had already occurred, in some cases as far back as 10 years ago. Now, listen, if you don't know, you will get in very big trouble if you get a jury duty notice and you don't respond to it. And so a bunch of people called and say, hey, how am I supposed to show up for this court case that supposedly happened in 2011? Hello? And they ended up uh, posting an explanation on its website that read, if you had received a juror summons any week prior to March 1st of this year, you don't need to respond or report. There was an error. And so they accidentally sent out a bunch of jury notices, jury duty notices for stuff that happened 10 years ago. How that happens, nobody knows, but at least you won't get in trouble for it, which is very good. Last time you got a jury duty notice, Big J? Never. Never? I've never gotten In your one. life? Nope. Are you sure? Yeah. Like maybe somebody you gave you were supposed to and they didn't tell you? Nope. All right. God, that's crazy. I know. Uh, congratulations. I hope I didn't jinx you. Wrap it up with sounds terrifying. Some creepy artwork has been found very close to the McDonald's London headquarters. The painting was spotted in the window of an animal rescue organization. It's about a five-minute walk away from the headquarters that shows Ronald McDonald the clown that has very large claws and sharp teeth that is holding a very scared-looking child on his lap. It's not a comfortable uh, artist depiction, I'll put it that way. Uh, people have dubbed the creepy portrait Pennywise's cousin and expressed fears that it might be cursed. A signature in the corner of the portrait indicates it was painted in 2018, but really that's the only thing known about it. Why the Animal Rescue Center would want a picture of a creepy-looking clown in their front window, I'm not sure. Why it took this long to notice it, I'm not sure as well. Could be the pandemic related to it. But apparently, if you want to see a creepy Ronald McDonald, that's the place to go. I'm not sure that puts you in the McDonald's mood, though, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't think a creepy Kyle clown is going to push you over the edge. But maybe it does. Maybe you got weird taste. Who knows? <laughs> 
That is a day to remember. Mark Hoppus there. It's called Reentry here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And for your money, no other morning show talks about robots more than we do. And that trend continues. Big J, agree or disagree? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when I was gone to Belize, I, I saw some news that was really cool uh, that uh, the governor had stopped by Middleton High School along with uh, the folks from the truck driving community uh, with the truck driving simulator. And that got my attention, Nick. You love truck driving. Yeah, because American Truck Simulator. <laughs> right. Uh, and the whole thing was, hey, they've lowered the, the age to become a truck driver. They're trying to get uh, people into the business because there is a massive shortage. And uh, that's uh, uh, causing a lot of the delays we have with uh, with items and things like that, the shortages that we have. And uh, some folks there in the world of engineering are working very hard on creating robot truckers, Nick. All right. What is, now, so, does this mean like actual animatronic people that drive trucks i god we hope so right uh <laughs> though I, I don't i doubt that that would probably take uh take place right away uh their their plan is to uh come up with a way to get you know tr- truck drivers autonomous vehicles to go on the long parts of routes and then have uh humans drive the freight away from the warehouse and to the warehouse when they're close to a destination and make sure that it's safe that way uh the problem is though uh that a lot of the roadways aren't set up to be able to do that autonomous driving engineers are squarely focused on the long haul freight the interstate runs with almost no complexity save for slow curve or an easy pass lane so those routes are some of the simpler challenges of self-driving spectrum that they're trying to work out but uh they're saying you know they're going to have to do some major reworking some of the uh united states highway systems in order to make that operable yeah i mean it makes sense and i suppose it was only a matter of time i mean we're talking about self-driving cars as it is why not up the ante a little bit and talk about self-driving you know 18 wheelers to get products from point a to point b especially you know it making sense where it may not go door to door but delivering it locally and then having local truckers then pick it up and deliver it where it needs to be also keeps them kind of centralized as well which may be better for their lives for all yeah we know. yeah well uh the, part of the study was done by university of michigan so uh they said that uh uh, you could replace about 90% of human driving U.S. long-haul trucking, the equivalent of roughly 500,000 jobs. And they, so they went about this and did a thing. What would you say you do here, guys? <laughs> and when we talk, quote, when we talk to drivers, literally everyone said, yeah, this part of the job can be automated, explained uh, Dr. Mohan, <laughs> candidate in engineering and public policy. Uh, he said, quote, we thought they would be a bit more dubious, but... <laughs> Sounds like there's a lot of truckers with some existential crises going yeah, on. Yeah, they're like, no, you, anybody, can, you can do this. Anybody. <laughs> a monkey can do it if you treat them the right way. But I, these are very important jobs nonetheless and certainly things that we need. And so I suppose uh, it makes sense. Now, again, it's not anywhere around the corner or anything like that. But. Yeah, no. And I mean, you, you can tell just how important that job is right now because uh, a lot of the problems that we are having is because there is such a massive shortage. Yep, and that ain't going away anytime soon. So, uh, I also, I don't expect the United States to completely overhaul its uh, highway system either. So, I feel like we're at an impasse here. Uh, if any country is going to overhaul their highway system, it's going to be to hurt the American public. <laughs> it would be the United States. Morning right? after, probably, with Nick and Thanks Big J. There's your robot update. Next, we got ourselves some bad impressions. It's on the way on the x Rocks. <laughs> Three, the X. 12 days away, April 2nd, Saturday night, friends. It's going to be awesome at Extra Mile Arena. And we've got a pair of first-level seats to shine down. Pretty Reckless coming along at Diamante. It's going to be a great show. We'll get you set up with these here if you can figure out bad impressions. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Now would be the time to get on the phone if you want these shine down tickets. Of course, you have to defeat bad impressions if you want to go to the show. It works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, yes, we'll take less. You were going to go to a concert in a couple of weeks on us. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. To the phones we go. Hello, The X. How's it going? Good, man. What's up? What's your name? Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Uh, we should probably remind people what uh, Bad Impressions is brought to you by, by the way, Big J. Oh, boy. That's my fault. Uh, brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore. All right. Uh, good luck to you, sir. Here we go. Who knew that Danny from Greece and Tony from Saturday Night Fever would be certified to fly airliners? Okay. I am Vincent Vega in Pulp Fiction, the role that brought me back from Look Who's Talking. 
John Travolta. Yay, you. you got it. Good job, man. Shine down tickets are yours. Hold on tight. What was clue three for fun? Vincent Vega. Uh, I enjoy playing the bad guy movies like Face Off, Broken Arrow, and The Punisher. And why is John Travolta in the news? Hey, he's gotten himself certified to fly another airliner, this time a 737. Whoa! He's already uh, certified to fly a 747 and a 707, but uh, adding uh, this to the list uh, kind of rounds him out. What do you do with that? Like, I mean, unless you become a commercial pilot, you're not going to be r- rolling around in 737s, right? Sure. He's he owns a uh, he owns a uh, Boeing 707 uh, and a couple other a very large aircraft. Uh, so there's no reason why. I think in order to fly those, you need to be certified to fly them. Makes sense so. to me. I mean, I would hope so. But yes, it's something that he has been doing for a very long time. Those can't be cheap either, right? No, no. He bought he bought his uh, his uh, 707. Uh, back uh, about 20 years ago for 25 uh, for 77 million, and then he tricked it out with about 20 million dollars to make it look nice. It's a hundred million dollar vehicle. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah, he's rich. Nice. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Where did he get all that money? Saturday Night Fever? Come on. Welcome back, Cotter Residuals, I'm guessing. Mm. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, we will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Bands in town on Friday. That is Black Veil Brides, Crimson Skies, here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to pretty much do it for us. It was an eventful Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us on our first day back into the swing of things as we had a chance to give away some tickets to Shine Down as well as that sold-out concert on Friday at the Rev Center. We will continue that trend tomorrow morning as well. We found out that Big J hates Ozzy Osbourne, which is a pretty interesting reveal. It's not, it's not accurate. And we also had a chance to video games and porta potties an eventful monday reminder that coming up on friday another half price friday this friday nine o'clock xrock.com you could grab fifty dollars to oak crab and boise for just 25 bucks so if you haven't been to the kia cajun seafood and bar you should check it out it is the new home for cajun inspired seafood here in boise it's located in the boise spectrum it's open seven days a week so check it out for yourself half price friday nine o'clock at xrock.com that leaves you with the floor big j hey good news uh for two years this has been on hiatus but it's back today and that's dairy queen's free cone day uh what did it represent it was still like some sort of like uh, fundraiser or something right to bring it raise awareness for something uh you know i don't uh it, it possibly would have been tied into that maybe for a while but it seems like that isn't part of the deal now it's just swing on by get a free yeah. cone and enjoy yeah, get a free small cone uh while supplies last you uh have gone on record as being a fan of soft serve oh, agree man. or disagree will That's you pop stuff. in and take advantage no not today how come it's not cheat day, man. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, and that is Big J being healthy. Congratulations to you, sir. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush. Stop freaking. Call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. Jason Drew coming in here next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.